Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, sir. <laughs> Good evening. There's something kind of, um, uh, I don't know, unsettling about a good evening welcome. A good, good evening, evening welcome? As salutation, a- rather. Mm. Yeah, as opposed to a good morning. I don't know. I think it's in the delivery. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me try it. Okay, here, ready? <clears throat> good evening! See, that that also puts me on edge because y- you were, you're too announcery. Okay, what I feel, about... I feel like I'm on a game show now. What a about... horrible game show. Good evening. See, now that's creepy. Yeah, See, a little creepy. Yeah. Okay, like, whispers are creepy. I feel like there's a uh, like a midpoint. <laughs> okay, let's see. Midpoint between between shouting, between shouting whispering. and whispering. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can't find that. Um, oh, boy, this is tough. Good, e- good evening. <laughs> Just say good evening. Like, it's good. not... Good evening. Good evening. Just make sure your voice goes really high at the end. Hey, good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs> How you doing? Good evening. Now I'm kind of sounding like um, Barney from uh, what? What's that guy's actual name? Don Knotts. Is that it? Uh, Don Knotts. What's he look like? Let's see if that's who I'm thinking of. Well, that's not Barney though. But Don, yeah, yeah. No, that is Barney. Oh, oh. Wait, Sheriff Barney, yeah, or Deputy Sheriff. I thought uh, you were talking about the purple dinosaur. <laughs> oh no, that guy sounds a whole that that creature sounds a whole lot different. Yeah. No, I was talking about Don Knotts. Ah, yes. See now, you know, he, if you did it in the the purple dinosaur voice, that would have been scary too. Uh, I can't do that voice um, because I don't remember <laughs> how Barney sounds. Maybe mm-hmm. if I could remember, I could. But who? Nobody wants to hear nobody Barney wants that. On, yeah. on their podcast. <laughs> mm. You know what word I hate? Uh, Mucilaginous. Well, that's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Podcatcher. Oh. I hate that word, podcatcher. It's also not really how that works. Why would you say say that? It's not like somebody throws it at your podcast. Yeah, or like it's uh, some sort of fish net that you throw into the sea of podcasts and you come up with your tuna podcast or I don't know what else do fish nets catch your recycled legs. legs? <laughs> you said what else do fish nets cast? Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> legs. Oh my god. Um I had this just brief moment of a of a of a dismembered leg caught <laughs> in the fish net <laughs> that you throw into the ocean. I mean um maybe around the Hudson River in some parts of Miami. Um but oh. yeah. You can say that because you have Floridian connections. <laughs> I can I can say that because I'm from a place that has severed legs. Um, <laughs> but the the Pacific Northwest has the severed feet, so that's always oh come on, that's exciting. We have a we have an agreement that <laughs> involves not not mentioning the F word. Oh yes, yeah. Do you forget? No, I forgot. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I you know they've been course... showing up in my explore tab again. And I, I, I hit see less often. So I don't know who the criminal culprit is that is contributing that to my explore tab. It's obviously somebody who I follow or f- who follows me. So whoever you are, and, I hope you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, please do feel bad. Let's see what's, <laughs> let's see what's in my explore tab. 
Um, you know, that kind of vaguely sounds like some sort of medicine. Um, explore tab. Explore a tab. Talk to your doctor. See if explore tab is right for you. <laughs> uh, currently, I'm watching a horse being shaved. Oh, um, like a like a Shetland pony or like a, a horse horse. Let me just go ahead and send you this video because it's actually I want this shaver. Um, although <laughs> you I don't want know this how horse this... shaver. Yes. <laughs> yes, I want this horse shaver. Um, you just wait till you see it. Just wait. It's one of those. Oh, so satisfying uh, posts. I just I've never seen something so perfectly shorn a horse, you know. Um, sure, sure enough. Sure, sure enough. Um, oh man, right? But why would you do this? I don't know. That's what I was wondering because I, you know, I th- there are certain animals who it's quite literally. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Trauma, trauma, traumatic. <laughs> okay, okay, Micah. <laughs> no, there's no tomato, tomato when it comes to traumatic. My brain went to traumatic, and I have no idea why that happened. Um. Yeah, it's, you know, it can be traumatic for some animals to experience sort of nudity. <laughs> okay. Is that what I thought you were going to say? <laughs> um, okay, now there's underwear. Ah, uh, there's always underwear. Wow, that's a big fish. Yeah. Um, there's always underwear because they know that they can sell you underwear. That's true because, you know, a lot of people use it. Also, I, I get a lot of uh, Leica cameras. I, I don't own any film cameras, but because I'm interested in photography, apparently I'm interested in uh, Leica film cameras, um, which are beautiful to look at. So I don't like object to seeing them. But it's interesting that I see them because if you click through on them, they always happen to be for sale. Uh, and it's just one of those fascinating things where Instagram's like, hey, I could tell you something. And that something is a camera. Yeah, an expensive camera. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. I, yeah, um, mine used to be, my Explore tab used to be filled with, um, what's the word, the uh, photos, or no, sorry, videos of cake being made. Um, and that's not a euphemism. And <laughs> it no longer is. Like I said, oh, here's a video. Um Somebody's pouring wine on a carpet, and they have one of those spot cleaning vacuums, taking care of of that that they that they a mess. So I get some of those like uh, slime posts, um, and sort of other quote unquote satisfying things. Ooh, okay, this is an is this an egg souffle? Ew, yeah, it's a it's called uh, amu rice. It is a Japanese omelet rice. They make a I, thin, thinly coagulated mass of scrambled eggs that basically gets wrapped up inside of uh, a set omelet of eggs, and then they put it on top of rice, and then they split it, and then it sort of unfurls. Now, how am I meant to feel about this? I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's pretty disturbing, actually, uh, especially when the, there's the gravy part at the end. Um, that that's a that's a, that's, a, that's a bridge too far for me. But uh, I've seen I've seen omelet rice videos before i'm rice videos before but uh yeah this was in the explore tab so i thought i would share with you because i wasn't sure if you've seen this unfurl before your very eyes before my watch as this egg unfurls before your very eyes abracadabra mm-hmm. good evening <laughs> um it now there's 
no, uh, I had not seen that before. It is new to me. Um, I've just gone through a whole section where it's just men in crop tops. Mm. Um, so they've, you know, they've figured me out. They got me. Crop tops? Um, crop tops. I, you, you, you cut one shirt and suddenly your Instagram is filled with crop tops. Mm. Uh, that, that's a, that's a kid. Um, no, that's yeah. not a, that was me no, kidding. That was, yeah, yeah. I, I understood what you meant, but thank you for clarifying for the listeners. I, yes. For you out there, <laughs> listeners, I just wanted to make sure uh, you understood. I mean, there are some kids occasionally on Instagram, um, but I don't currently have any. Oh, and for some reason I get a lot of, um, you know, those weird, uh, they're usually Russian videos of, they're showing like how to use everyday items um in in different ways that like i don't know they'll show a pencil and then they will cut the pencil in half pull out the lead uh smash the pencil down into little bits and pieces pour a bunch of glue on it mix it up and then shape it into uh a, a pencil and then show that you can turn a pencil into a pencil it's it seems like it's going to be something cool and then it always ends up not making any sense by the time it's done. One time I watched them, um, they there was a cake. No, 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 excuse me, not a cake, a chair. I don't know how my brain got those two mixed up. But there was a chair, and it had a little uh, sort of divot in the handle. And they took some ramen noodle, uh, they smashed it up into pieces, they poured glue into it, and then they put the ramen noodle mixture into the divot in the chair, the wood in the chair, and then let it dry. And then they sanded it down and then they painted over the top of it. And they were like, you can use ramen noodle as wood filler. Ugh, it's all very, I hate it. I hate it a lot. Wow. That's a, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. No, I, I can't say I have had those videos, uh, but in There's our to, trip through Explore, yeah. <laughs> in our in our pivot to video. Uh, I don't know. We that we should just check in. This is a new year. New year, new you. Uh, which is also another Instagram theme, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what's, uh, what's, what's happening? What's the haps? Oh, man. What are those haps? Um, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot going on. Um, I, let's see. Let's see here. What's going on with me? No, I, I'm getting settled, uh, finally. Truly settled into, into uh, Cali. Uh, you know, we're, we're going back to Cali. It is actually going back for me. I was in Southern California uh, when I was but a child in Oceanside. And, um, of course, have, have settled here in beautiful Petaluma, California. And, yeah, it, I mean, it's taken some time to sort of uh, feel like this is a place to call, you know, home. And I guess I've been working at Twit since July 31st. So here in a couple of days, I will have uh, been working there for, you know, quite some time now. I'm not doing the math because I'm bad at math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really enjoying myself. Um, they're, have been show launches. Um, a new show launch is on its way very soon. Wow. Uh, How do you even have the bandwidth for that? Uh, you know, 
I don't know, to tell you the truth. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so I can't... Well, it depends on when this show is going to publish. So uh, if this show publishes tomorrow at some point, then it's okay. But if you were to put it up tonight, then it's not okay. Uh, uh, so you'd have to remove this part, if well, so. Well, let's just say, for the sake of argument, tomorrow. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so I am launching a new show. It's called Hands-On iOS. And this show is kind of like a... It's a very short format show. So, you know, 10 minutes at the most. And it's going to be like each episode is a quick dive into something. So it could be an app review. It could be digging into, you know, some settings that, that folks might not know about on their iOS devices, iPad, whatever. Um, and so it's kind of like a questions answered show. It's a, um, check out these cool apps that you may not know about and you know here are some accessories that you might want to add to your your uh, devices so yeah uh, we've had some success with our show hands on tech which is sort of our review show in short format and uh, Leo Laporte show ask the tech guy so we're kind of combining those two for different categories because people just want some I hate this word too but snackable um, video, oh. video and audio content. Would, would you uh, say that it's uh, that they're quick bites? Oh God, they're quick <laughs> bites is exactly what they are. Um, would you say Quibi for short? <laughs> oh no, uh, that's a, you know what? That's that's something we should talk about too. Um, Did you know that's what it stood for? <laughs> I had I had no idea. I just was like Quibi. Okay, that's what it's called. Um, I'm getting a lot of emails from Quibi, but uh, we should talk about that in just a second. But it, you asked sort of how do I have the bandwidth for that and. Um, basically there's a really awesome team at Twit and, uh, we, we have, um, I've, I've got an associate producer now, um, who is tasked with helping me with whatever projects I'm working on, um, and, and shows that I'm working on, uh, our manager of of sort of the whole process is really great for organization and stuff like that so yeah it fits within the schedule um that i have and yeah it's it's pretty pretty cool stuff i think the only time that things have been overwhelming for me thus far have been when i um have filled in for leo while he's out at places um i uh, that, that means like doing Mac break weekly and windows weekly, uh, during the week, as well as the shows that I normally do. So it gets a little hectic, but, um, aside from that, yeah, it, it hasn't felt too overwhelming thus far and I have been enjoying it. So yeah. Now what, what about what's going on on your front, on your side of the, the aisle? What's going on over there? You got any cool stuff you're working on that you can talk about? Uh, uh, things proceeding as normal? Uh, uh, what's some good food you ate since we last spoke? Or places you done gone to that we haven't yet heard about? I was trying to figure out if I should respond to that in a weird voice, but then I decided, <laughs> can't top it. So oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not going to do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh so, over the holidays, I visited family in Tampa, Florida, and then I came back, and uh, I had some some uh, some busy catch-up stuff to do with work. Did and you see a disembodied foot while you were in No, I, th I didn't. Although I did see an osprey picking apart, I think, fish guts that were, like, dangling over the side of its little roost, uh, and it was staring at me. And I was like, oh, 
Is that scary? You can't claw out my eyeballs? No way. He um, like, but, looked you in the eye and was like, you're going to watch me do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it's, creepy. It's, they're pretty intense. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that, was, that was that. And uh, then a bunch of work stuff. And then work kind of eased a small amount. Um, and uh, Jason's doing some work travel at the moment. And uh, I, I was trying to, uh, you know figure out what to do with myself uh for for recreational purposes uh so i i've got my my demo reel a new version of that the first time i've done that in four years which is a huge pain <gasps> in the butt um Ooh. Uh, wait are you currently working on that or you're done with that i'm done with it um Ooh. It, i just procrastinated for a really long time because it's like oh but the files are over there and i gotta open the old premiere project and change the settings and it's not gonna know where the things are because that was on the old computer the last time i did it anyway I, I just had a lot of excuses for not doing it and then i i did it um and uh that's all together uh and then uh i've been doing some uh photography uh for just like yeah, no, not any particularly good reason but just like some hobbyist photography uh which is sort of fun so i was like what would happen if i just threw my camera in my car and just took it with me to work even though i have no plan to do anything and then sure enough uh the other day i got out of work and i saw this really cool uh the moon uh right right after sunset so there's still like a little you know band of illumination in the sky and uh, i was able to use the 350 millimeter end of the the 70 to 350 millimeter uh, APS-C lens I have. So that effectively comes out to be like 525 millimeter-ish if you were using a full-frame camera. Uh, and I was able to get like crater detail on the moon, um, which was wow. kind of surprising because uh, I, I didn't, I really didn't think that would happen. I thought it would just be like sort of like a, a big blob. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just, that was, that was sort of fun. It was sort of fun to do that. And then the other night I went to uh santa monica pier and walked around down there and took some more photos and stuff and it's just it's kind of nice to just walk around uh recreationally for 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 doing that without much of a plan i suppose that's awesome i so now how how big is photography sort of in in your life have you kind of always dabbled in in point and shoot dslr type stuff i know i know like you said you have those uh cameras showing up on your instagram but i guess i didn't realize that you were um into photography in that way and are you uh you know what what do you like to shoot when you go out and shoot as uh my colleague aunt pruitt would put it oh uh well i am definitely a hobbyist photographer and not like a photographer photographer uh, so, you know, don't get your hopes up, people. Uh, <laughs> it's, but it's, you know, it's, uh, I like to go and uh, shoot mainly landscapes and uh, some wildlife stuff, etc. Um, I, I don't really do portraiture or, uh, you know, street photography of randos that I don't know, um, which is a whole category that people actually do. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, I feel... I kind of get a weird feeling about that. I, I wouldn't want my photo out there without my, I mean, I don't have a choice because my job. <laughs> no, <laughs> there are lots of, there are lots of photos of the video out there. But um, no, I, I'm curious how you do feel about that. Is it, do you feel like it's sort of um, not a good place to put your, or what am I trying to say? Not cool to 
uh, put your stuff out there like that or oh, uh, to take photos of people, I guess is what I'm asking. Also, is this a different Instagram? No, this is my Instagram. I just Oh, I'm just not logged in. That's I just don't is. think you look at my Instagram very often or you have me on mute. <laughs> no, but, I don't have you muted, no, I swear. No, no. It's fine. I don't look uh, at Instagram very often. Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, you can see the moon one there. Um, and uh, there's a photo of a pelican I took and the osprey that I was talking about. And you see the little meat dangling down by its claw. Um, um, oh, yeah. my God. I've got to type in a six-digit code. I can't even log into Instagram. Sorry, one second. I want to look and... Oh, my God. Look at that moon. Yeah. I blame Instagram's algorithm. <laughs> it's not showing me your photos, and that's no. just rude. Okay, well, now I see it. Yeah. I have, I have a feeling that Instagram mainly just shows you, uh, shows people who are logged in uh, photos of people's faces for the most part. Um, I think you might be right. Because whenever I post a photo that is of my face, which is not like a particularly fantastic face or anything, uh, for some reason that gets like a gajillion likes from everybody who follows me. But then like if I post... Uh, like that moon photo or the osprey or something like that, then uh, it gets like a smaller percentage of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think you are correct about that because genuinely I'm like, I didn't, I don't remember seeing these. Uh, That, that foon. No, that moon photo is particularly awesome. Um, Yeah. So I, sorry, I was was from properly asking parking lot in Van Nuys. I took that from. So, now, yeah. ha, Van Nuys. <laughs> so, um, but basically, I walked out of my my office and uh, took it in the parking lot of my office. Ooh, that Santa Monica photo is pretty cool too. Oh, the one with the Ferris wheel. Uh, it's the one with a lot of photos in it. But you said the iPhone 11 Pro certainly picks up more at night, but there seem to be more issues with reflection between lens elements than I recall in the 10s. Yes, uh, I noticed that too. Yeah. I'm glad that's not just me. I have noticed a lot more weirdness in the uh, lenses than in iPhones past. Yeah, it has it has a these you you can see them in that set. There's all these little tiny flecks of glowing green ish stuff, and that's all mm-hmm. uh, reflections bouncing around inside the lens elements. Um, so it's a, it's a little unfortunate. Uh, it it doesn't seem to protect against that as much as you would kind of hope. And that was right after I got the iPhone 11. I went to uh, walk around the pier and take those. Uh, so it's all just the iPhone 11 stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I, so like I was saying, it's just like a hobby of mine. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I don't sell these or like have a gallery or print a book. Right. Right. Um, Your gallery is uh, on the interwebs a little bit. Yeah. And I've also been uploading them to Flickr um, since I renewed my uh, professional whatever subscription thing. Um, But uh, that was maybe a mistake because uh, I don't think anybody's on that anymore at all. Ever. Yeah. So I get like nothing from that experience but uh i suppose i have a higher quality versions of things because the instagram ones are still super compressed like in the uh the nighttime shots it you can see like these little compression blocks that are not in the photo that i uploaded but are in the photo that instagram has produced so it's fun it's nice of you to do instagram (laughs) yeah thanks a lot instagram that's pretty cool pretty Mm -hmm. cool move you have there yeah you're just a photo sharing service why not just make a bunch of parquet looking 
blocks of compression all throughout the image. But uh, parkour. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, that's that's basically what I've been up to, and uh, you know, just. Oh, and that was all with uh, the last episode we did was sort of our picks of technology of the year. And that was all uh, uh, those most recent ones, like the moon one and stuff. That was with my A6400, which is the, the camera that I was talking about uh, carrying around with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. believe it's been that long. Since we I did mean, our can. episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can because it has, but mm-hmm. I also can't. Um, no, it's 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 busy. December is a busy month, and then January, you're like, December is still too busy. <laughs> I need to, <laughs> I need to fix this. That's a really good point. It has felt like um, I'm just now getting caught up on January, and it's the 29th. It's uh, almost over. How, how has this happened? Oh my goodness! Uh, the folks came around. Um, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, see, I don't know. What is today's date? I think that was yesterday. Um, but they came around to do uh, fire inspections uh, to make sure that I, I had no idea, which I feel kind of foolish. Let me, I'm not saying words that actually add up to anything. So I'm going to start over here a little bit <laughs> by first saying that uh, last week I uh, woke up and I heard something that Vaguely sounded like a phone alarm, but also could have sounded a little bit fire alarmy. And I, comma, a fool, comma, had this thought, um, wow, if there's a fire in the apartment next door or the one, two doors down, how will I know that there's a fire and know that I need to get out of my home and take my dogs with me? And I sort of had this image in my head of a fire uh, engulfing the wall on the other side of the wall that I was laying against. Um, and I didn't think that the fire alarms in or the smoke alarms that are in my apartment, I didn't realize that they are sort of networked with the ones throughout the entire uh, building. I live in a townhome and, you know, the townhomes on either side of me are in fact throughout all of uh, the building that I'm in are networked. And so um, got the notification that they were going to be checking uh, our smoke alarms. And that involved sort of setting off the alarm and then checking that the smoke alarms were properly, you know, responding and saying, Hey, there's a fire. Um, So what I thought was going to happen was they would bring someone by with a stick long enough to reach the test button on the ceiling and then hold down and see that it was going off. But instead, what they do is they make the thing, they trigger whatever the test thing is from their end, and then all of the smoke alarms throughout the building go off. Um, so they were like, if you have animals sensitive to oh, sound, no. you might want to not you know, have them in, in the home during this period of time. Um, so I, um, was at work, but it just so happened that, um, I am in a relationship and, uh, my person was, uh, not working that day. And so I asked him if he would not mind, uh, watching my dogs for me, uh, while I went to work. And again, in my head, it was, 
they are going to come into the house and they're going to go push the button with the stick and then it's going to set off those alarms. And so mostly it was about having someone there to make sure that the dogs weren't getting so riled up whenever the person actually came to the place. But as I said, instead, it was a much different experience. So um, later that day when I got home, he was explaining to me the horrible nightmare of a situation this involved where um, Mizzy uh she was uh she you know heard the alarms start to go off and she was freaking out so she runs into her kennel where she reasonably feels the safest because i have um two pretty big wire kennels that are their spaces whenever they need to be sort of put into a place that that is where they can go lots and lots of room in them. Um, and I bought these sort of canvas covers that go over the top and can zip down to sort of let them be in there. And so it's like, it's a, it's a, uh, darker enclosed space, which is where she feels safe. So she goes into her kennel. <laughs> Meanwhile, Henry, uh, takes off underneath the sofa and he's just sort of peeking out from under the sofa. Like what is happening? Um, he ends up, uh, staying under there, but then suddenly, uh, Sebastian hears this sound that is the sound of um, that is the sound of a dog about to vomit. And so he thought because uh, Henry had had a moment not too many days before where he is he's just constantly shedding. Um, he's just got because he's got two coats. He's got a, a dual coat. And so he's always shedding. Um, and so when he like cleans himself, licks himself. Sometimes hair gets into his stomach and then he has to get rid of the hair that's in his stomach because his body's not going to digest it. So like a cat, he sort of hairballs um, on occasion. So Sebastian's looking for Henry uh, and then sees Henry under the sofa, but he's fine. Meanwhile, these alarms are still going off, by the way. Uh, and it turns out it's Mizzy. So he goes to her kennel and is like, no, no, don't vomit in there because there's a, a bed that's on the base of the kennel. And oh, then no. there's also a, a blanket on top that she sort of nests into. And so he, he goes in and sort of tries to get her out. And she's like clawing her way back into the kennel. Like, no, don't make me come out of this place. Um, and so he sort of like takes her out and uh, pets her back while she takes care of um, stress vomiting. And then he, like some sort of angel, you know, cleans that mess up and has uh, Mizzy in his arm. And then the door goes, knock, 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 knock. So then Henry from underneath the sofa runs down the stairs and is wanting to see who's at the front door. Uh, and then the person knocks again and, um, Sebastian's going downstairs. He's got Mizzy in one arm and he's going downstairs to get Henry. And, um, he, he says, he, he said that he heard them start to unlock the door and he's like, hold on, hold on. Just give me a moment. And the guy, I guess, propped open the door and said, hello. And he propped open the door just to crack. And Henry, because he's in this whole freaked out mood, because these alarms are going off, sticks his nose through the crack in the door and starts barking at the people on the other side of the door. So he picks up Henry in the other arm and he's got 
the two worms in either arm as they're coming in and they're just, you know, freaking out, trying to get down and see who these people are. And so then he gets them, uh, he takes them back upstairs and gets them into their respective kennels. Um, and then, you know, the people come in, they're there for like five minutes. Uh, they go upstairs, just one guy stays downstairs. The other guy goes upstairs just to see that the actual alarms are going off. Um, and then they leave and they're like, oh, it should be a few more minutes. And then the alarms will shut off. Sebastian said it was like 25 minutes still. The alarms went on, but Henry and Mizzy found equilibrium in the sound and sort of were just like, oh, I guess this is just my existence now. And kind of were not as freaked out as they were before. Uh, and then the alarms went off and they were okay. I felt so bad uh, when I got home uh, to hear this recounting of of just what seemed like a nightmare. Um, so yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing. But I did have my question answered on if there's a fire in another uh, townhome, am I going to know about it? Yes, indeed I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and Henry and Missy and Sebastian, everybody's going to know. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> the world will know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was um, <laughs> that was an ordeal. But um, I don't know. Now I'm like, okay, it's officially it's officially home now. Once you've had the the landlord have to give you like five days notice to enter the premises and then have to enter the premises, then you've truly moved in as a renter. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Any new tech? for you any new tech in your life no 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 new technology for me um new apps new um dan trying to get you to use any new sort of shortcuts or oh god no i i ignore everything that dan says but uh, <laughs> i i downloaded uh uh these two apps that i saw recommended um uh, from a website that was doing one of those like what's your what's in your bag stuff you know oh yeah that, that whole thing um and so this one guy had talked about this app called Sunseeker, which he used uh for his photography in order to figure out where the sun was uh it has a little ar thing where you can sort of move the can the phone around and it will show you Ooh. like where the sun will be rising from setting you can go forwards or backwards uh if you want to see like a certain time uh that it's going to riser set throughout the year um and they have a companion app called moon seeker which is the same thing except for the moon uh and that lets you know uh when the moon is setting what phases it's going to be and you can uh look you can navigate by phase to see what day it will be at that phase so if you want to look and see what the full moon is you can just tap on full moon and then it'll show you like february 8th is the next full moon around here so oh that's neat yeah but i mean that's nothing fancy doesn't no yeah but still it's fun that, that's yeah that's a fun app yeah yeah, yeah. fun yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but uh i have to imagine as someone who has their hands on tech uh and soon ios um not because you've kept your hands off of ios this entire time out till now but uh <laughs> what, what what uh what's what's uh what's your new fancies that you want to dis discuss real quick uh yeah uh, so app wise, um, the, the serve, what is it called? Not service, uh, the company, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word, um, that makes filmic pro hi Dan, um, came out with a new app, uh, specifically for iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 pro cameras. Uh, the app is called double take and it lets you capture video 
from multiple iPhone cameras at one time. Uh, and I should say multiple, by saying multiple, I mean uh, up to two. So you can have an A camera and a B camera. So you can shoot video with the ultra wide lens and the, uh, the, the wide lens or the ultra wide lens and the front facing camera or the wide lens and the telephoto lens. Basically, any two cameras on the iPhone you can shoot video with. Now, there have been some apps that could do this before, but the way they did it was just one single video exported where one video was picture and pictured over the top of the other. This is actually shooting dual um, video streams at one time that such that when you export, it pops out two full you know, full full frame. I'm sure is the wrong terminology here. So but, yeah, no, but come like me, full full export. Like if you were doing it uh, per camera. Yes, precisely. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I know what um, you mean. And thank you, and uh, thank you for not being pedantic. Uh, no, so that, that's I what just, Dan's for. It's even in the, oh, the word right. pedantic. <laughs> oh my God, pedanstermic. Um I think that double take is super cool uh, for, I mean, any number of things. If you were doing a quick interview shoot or something like that, or you needed to, I don't know, sync video in a certain way. Honestly, I am not 100% on, um, you know, the different applications for it. But I think it's a cool idea that this one device can shoot two different video streams at one time and that you can do fun stuff with stuff no do fun stuff with that <laughs> yeah no i i i completely agree i remember from the intro for the iphone 11 uh in 11 pro uh that they had filmic um as part of that demonstration and they were talking about how it was going to be coming to the filmic um uh app um, yeah and here's the kind of the crummy thing about that is that both Leo and I purchased the Filmic app expecting that that feature was going to be part of the Filmic app. And then instead of releasing it as part of the Filmic app, the, you know, rather pricey Filmic app in comparison to other apps, they just released it as a free, (laughs) a free thing as an app separate from the Filmic app. So I would imagine that they will be adding this feature to the Filmic app, but I never would have got the Filmic Pro app in the first place, had I known that this was going to be a thing they would release separately. Yeah, I don't think they sh- should have said that, unless this was obviously maybe not their plan originally. But um, but still, like, also, uh, word of warning. No, I, oh. d- d- don't, don't buy things expecting things to come later. Um, just buy things oh, when abs- they come. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, that is a very good word of warning. Um, heed... Heed Joe's warning for sure. Yeah. Oh, and I should also note that uh, it's not just the um, it's not just the iPhone that it can work with. I've just launched it on my iPad Pro, and I am able to take video using the wide camera on the uh, back of the device and the selfie camera on my side of the device. Um, so that's kind of cool that it can do that up to 30 frames per second. And then it's like, would you like to open this in filmic? Well, maybe not because I don't <laughs> want filmic and I want my money back. <sighs> the ship has sailed, my friend. That's first light. Yeah. 
Filmic First Light photo app. Filmic First Light is a revolutionary photo camera from the makers of the class-leading Filmic Pro cinema video camera that makes live photography fun and creative. Rediscover the the joy of capturing life's moments and photographs you will meet. What is this? First Light combines, (laughs) combines custom film simulations, adaptive film grain, and Filmic Pro's famous live analytics to offer an advanced but approachable front end camera experience like no other. Ah, I, I get I s- it. It's the grading, the the um the special filters. So to speak. It's eight bucks. Modern photos with analog vibe for eight dollars. Uh, is that worth it? I mean, it's if you want to make videos that look like they're old on purpose, <laughs> then you can do that. Um, okay, but uh, there are other apps that also do that too yeah so i don't know there's actually a fantastic app that i use um it's called rni um rni films, films. yeah yeah but i thought that just did photos oh okay so this is for shooting i see shooting yeah but the, video. there are there are a bunch of other apps that will apply all manner of um stuff to your videos if you want them to uh but uh, i guess you know filmix just trying to cash in on that so I just I'm kind of mad about filmic. <laughs> well, a little I mean, about them. you you got you got you got filmic now, so you can shoot your own movie whenever you. There's nothing stopping you. Nothing, That's true. Nothing's in your I, way. Nothing is in my way. I've got just I pull up that app, and then suddenly the idea will pop in my head, and I will shoot my own video. Uh, and in fact, with every purchase of a filmic pro app you get a, um, a shoot. I just forgot the word, so I can't make the joke. What's the thing that they used in the Apple, um, shoot with iPhone video where you are in a thing that raises up into the air? Oh, was, was that a crane? Um, yeah, it was like a crane or it was a techno crane or something, but, uh, I thought it was an actual person like in it sort of, sort of like a cable guy who gets raised up to the um the pole and can work on things. Yes, the gable guy gets raised up to the pole. Uh no, but I think there's uh, I think it, I think it was a crane. Um but uh I haven't seen that since that that know, day. That yeah. day. Uh where where they were like, "Look, you, nothing's stopping you from making Hollywood movies <laughs> except that you don't have a sound stage, uh period appropriate sets and cars, uh a rain machine." <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, you know, a dad gum crane yeah. and uh balloon lights hi rye yeah this is think of all the money you save by using an iphone <laughs> uh ridiculous no. you know who i'm really listening to these days uh orville peck oh i'm gonna say bread and bocker you know the popcorn yes oh orville got it yeah or I, the yeah, orville was... you're just checking out a bunch of Seth MacFarlane TNG fanfic. Um, but, uh, so Orville Peck, I saw him on a, uh, Bon Appetit video one time. <gasps> no way. Was he wearing his weird mask? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, who is this person in this weird mask thing? <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, he was, he was in a video and apparently he has, uh, he doesn't really care about food that much, or and also can't cook really, sort of. But I guess that's not super surprising. But uh, but he he has he has uh, he has he has definitely a wardrobe uh happening. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. 
Yeah. So I'm not really, I don't know. I, I look, he's doing him. Uh, and so if you want to wear a mask in every situation ever, that's fine. Um, I, however, have been listening to his album where I'm not having to see the mask um, and just hearing his voice. And he has a very, very cool voice. Um, it is difficult to get uh, resonance at a low uh, with a with a low voice and to provide for this like rich experience. Oftentimes, whenever you're dropping into the bass, it kind of flattens out with the voice. I mean, specifically. And somehow he is able to provide for this really rich sound um, when he's singing and can go into a low voice that has still so many layers to it. Uh, so I've quite liked listening to his music. Um, the album is called Pony. Um, and yeah, he was the reason why I was checking him out is because he's Apple's like next up or artist to know. I can't remember exactly what they call it, but it's some sort of hey, this is somebody you should be checking out because they're making great music and they are coming up. Um, and so I checked him out. And then later I was because I saw the mask and I'm like, um, what is this all about? Uh, and <laughs> he the mask has not. I, well, I mean, maybe it does. I don't know. But um, I found out separately that he is a queer artist. And mm -hmm. I thought that was uh, pretty cool. So he's making music in a traditionally um kind of toxically masculine um or <laughs> there there are other things if 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 country music is not toxically masculine it is toxic exclusionary it's just toxic <laughs> yeah it could be yeah exactly it could be very exclusionary um and i like that there is this queer artist who is making music in the space um and again really really cool voice uh there's one song called, I think it's just called Dead of Night. It might be called In the Dead of Night um, that I recommend everyone give a listen uh, because it will kind of give you, it'll show you what he sounds like um, and provides for that deep resonance. Deep resonance. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I have to confess, even though I looked up, up a ton of stuff because he was in that Bon Appetit video and I was like, What's his deal? I didn't actually listen to any of his music because I was watching the video at the time. So all I know is that he was also in uh, a a uh, was it new metal rock band or something in um, in Vancouver uh, as a as a drummer or something. What? Yeah. It, 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 so you you can actually like figure it, it's pretty easy to figure out what his faces. what his non peck persona is if you choose to. Um, so you discovered his non-peck persona, but you never listened no, to his No, I didn't, didn't even bother. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the, the mystery solved. <laughs> That's all that really matters. <laughs> I understand. I get it. No. Yeah, you see a person with a mask and you immediately want to just rip it off. Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing with Sia. It's just like, what, what's your deal, Sia? Like, come on. Oh, I was a fan of Sia before she went all masky, so oh. I, I knew what she looked like. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a true Sia fan. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so see your way out. Oh, ouch! Uh, no, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of uh interesting stuff that could maybe happen with country music these days with uh, uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, and Orville Pack. Maybe they can do it. Maybe they have done. <gasps> uh, maybe they're working on. Yeah, what's that called? Not a duo. Uh, well, it's a duo if it's duet. 
is what a duet maybe is the word I'm yeah. looking for. Yes. Well, we just need a collab. Another... A collab. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's what the kids call it these days. Um, it's, but uh, well, what we really need is another version of Old Town Road. Um, Stop. S- Collaborate <laughs> and listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I know of that song. Uh, can you even call that a song? I don't know if we can call that a song. It doesn't sound like you're supporting queer artists right now. Like, <laughs> Stop. Collaborate and listen. Wait, Vanilla Ice is queer? No. No, no, no. I meant I meant the other two. Oh, <laughs> The, the gotcha. collabs, not, not, oh, not Vanilla yeah. Ice. Not Vanilla Ice. Don't no, know about him. That's, that's, again, back to the toxic. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Britney Spears? <laughs> no, no, I meant I meant the the other one, but yeah. Oh, gotcha. it, it would be interesting though to have a we should get a cover of Toxic with Orville Peck, Lil Nas X, and Vanilla Ice. Um, wow. And maybe we'll throw an Eminem just because then then the internet will explode with controversy and um, outrage. Um but uh there, yeah. sorry, there is a cover of Toxic by and I am almost certain I'm mispronouncing her name. But it's um, Yale Na- Yale name, um, who who did the song that was on an Apple commercial years ago called New Soul, um, and she does a cover of Toxic. And I, are you a Spotify guy or an Apple Music? Uh, I don't have a good word to go with that. Do you uh, use Apple Music or Spotify? I forget. Yeah, I'm an Apple Music rube. Um, so. Okay. I have I have uh, that because I I just I needed Siri for dictating things and they didn't have the support at the time and then now why bother? Um, so yes, I have Apple Music. This is just just I mean it is a dadgum sexy song. Uh, her cover, I mean. So I'll just sh- <laughs> why is that not working? You okay? I- no, I'm mad. So I mad. Keep, <laughs> I keep trying to share this son of a gun, and mm-hmm. it's every time I choose share song, copy link, when I paste it, oh my god, it doesn't doesn't work. Let's see. Share show in Apple Music. Um, I hate. No, don't. Okay, you know what? forget it no don't forget it i will do it i just am not gonna gonna <laughs> just not gonna, gonna commit i'm not gonna do it from here i'm uh-huh. doing it on my uh ipad instead uh-huh and so then we tap that <laughs> and then we send that and now it's headed your way um so yeah re- you'll have to report back on what you think of this song uh, one time I had shared this song with someone and they said I was working out and then this song came up and I felt like I should stop working out and start doing a strip tease. <laughs> and I was like, I know, isn't it so sexy? Wow. Uh, yeah, it's quite, yeah, just, you know, just make sure you are near a cold shower when you hear it. Mm-hmm. So tell me about Quibi. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I guess that has been in the news. Uh, they had a big press thing a couple weeks ago where uh, at CES, they're like, hey, press, come check us out. We're hot and cool. And we'll give you exclusive interviews, um, which has a tendency to uh, engender l- less critical 
conversations that you might otherwise have um, because you're like, I have access now. Uh, and so there, there were things that were written up um, by outlets having direct contact with uh, uh, Meg Whitman and um, uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg. And uh, they talked about how they see the future of video as uh, short little bits of video that are consumed uh, mobile first and that uh, their big technology thing that they do is that when you rotate your phone, the video will crop to the view that you are looking at. Okay. Yeah. So, which is not super technology it's just sort of pan and scan basically it's it's like hey so we shot this at this larger aspect ratio it's like snapchat spectacles yeah we'll we'll well i thought that just crops it to a square no so it um the video is shot in a circle it shoots a circular video that when displayed on your device only shows the current rectangle. And so as you move your phone around, it moves the phone around the circle of the video that was captured. So everything, like no matter how you hold your phone, it show, it's constantly showing a video. Yeah. Well, this is also using, I think uh, Adobe has a product that does this with Premiere. Uh, basically, it's like smart cropping where it's like, hey, uh, your vertical video will, will take whatever we can use from that and we'll like center on faces or something and be like, Hey, this is a face uh, and we'll crop around that. Problem with that is um, not all shots are really composed for that, but uh, that's a shortcoming for another day. Cause they still haven't premiered the service. It's not going to be till I think April. Uh, but uh, shortly after this press spree bonanza, I uh, news leaked that uh, Quibi uh, in addition to running through several executives and high-level employees uh, over the past year, uh, has also basically run out of money, and they were looking for f- more funding. They've burned through their, I think, one point eight trillion. Uh, sorry, one point eight trillion. One point eight billion. One point eight trillion would be a lot of quick <laughs> bites. Uh, but uh, one point eight billion in um, uh, funding that they had for video already, uh, and they did that by. Greenlighting uh, content from Spielberg, uh, other people, uh, where they're producing these short form little chapterized uh, pieces of longer form entertainment. Um, and there are other things where they're like, hey, are you a gay comedian between the ages of 20 and 35? Uh, here's, here's money to make a show. And uh, so they did that, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's basically going to be going on with the service. And if, if it sounds like this doesn't seem compelling to you, maybe because short form entertainment, uh, mobile first platforms have literally always failed. Um, then, uh, then yeah, you, you could look at, you know, uh, was it go 90, uh, full screen? Um, they had their, platform uh you had you had a bunch of other stuff uh where it's just like yeah mobile mobile first is fine except there's a limited number of people who want to watch mobile first right. and uh also this is not free um there is no uh there's no f- zero free version of this exists uh you you are going to be paying uh, i think 599 uh for this service uh it's like i think it was five or six or maybe seven bucks. Um, but it's, uh, 
not inexpensive. That's actually, it's, uh, more than it would cost you to, you know, have Disney plus. Um, and, uh, so it, it's really a huge question mark over what could possibly be, uh, the, the thing that keeps this out of the grave. Um, because, you know, full screen and, you know, go 90 and all these other platforms, they tried to charge like five or $6 a month, uh, for access to their platforms and it did not work out for them. Um, and they're like, but we have exclusive content from the creators you love, young people, and also did not work out for them. Uh, so the leak of this information uh, led Meg Whitman to uh, threaten uh, and say some nasty stuff where she's like, we can't afford any leaks. Uh, don't talk to the press. They're grooming you like pedophiles. <laughs> um, God, but- I didn't... S- see that oh yeah yeah it's true you can go look it up it's she she's she is a a very interesting person um but uh so anyway she said this in a private thing um and naturally people did not respond well to uh hearing this from her and did not consider it morale boosting and so what they did was they turned they turned around and they leaked it uh and go figure um that she they that uh the company quibi uh, initially denied the reports and said that that didn't happen at all. And then shortly oh, after my that, goodness, Meg Whitman said, "I personally apologize for, for saying that." Um, so it's it, it, it's, a, it's a PR disaster for them that they could have easily avoided. Uh, I don't, I, I, just, I don't understand. This. Yeah, but uh, I do see you sent me another piece of entertainment news. We from are today. required um, to report on this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now there was once this service that would let you pay a monthly subscription to watch movies uh, at the theater, and it was this beautiful idea. This uh, this this great thing where you paid a one-time monthly subscription, then you could go watch any movies you wanted all year, all thirty days, or thirty-one days, or twenty-nine days on a leap year um, of movies. And that thing was called Movie Pass. Bum bum bum. As we know, Movie Pass has gone through a lot of stuff, including the period of time where it uh, was not working on multiple occasions and the time when people were trying to leave the service and they weren't letting people cancel their accounts somehow. Um, and then they started adding in all of these different uh, restrictions on what movies you could see and what movies you couldn't see. And it was just the we had to know that at some point Movie Pass was was uh, not going to exist anymore. And now, uh, the parent company of the Movie Pass service, um, Helios filed, and Matheson, Helios and Matheson Analytics, has filed for bankruptcy. Um, and a. Apparently, the company may owe its subscribers a total of more than $1.2 million. Not surprising. Um, So, anyway, uh, I guess this hasn't felt like news to me because it's just been dead, basically, for a year-ish. Yeah, I didn't Uh, even know it was still around, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, well, because I, I feel like I called it pretty early on that this was not going to be successful, much in the same way that I have called 
Quibi. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is a business plan that does not work because you can't give people unlimited movies um, and just expect that it's all going that you're going to make it all up in volume because they were literally losing money every year they operated. Uh, and sorry, every month they operated. They they could not. There were not people who were signing up and then not using the service. Uh, and so what they tried to do at several points was to artificially limit uh, people using the service. That included uh, system downtime that had nothing to do with the system actually being down, just like taking it down uh, around big uh, movie releases like I think uh, Black Panther and some other ones. Um, uh, also like saying that certain movies were excluded because of BS reasons to try and make it seem like uh, you you couldn't you couldn't go see those. And to make it up to some people, uh, they even started producing their own content. Uh, and Ugh. who who can forget the John Gotti movie uh, starring uh john travolta the 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 that existed was it john gotti gotti anyway gotti um gotti yeah yeah uh starring john travolta uh that movie bombed so hard uh it's it was just amazing um but that was supposed to be their their ticket out of this so to speak where they were going to have uh movies that were so successful that they could drive people towards um, by steering them to uh, check out their stuff, that uh, it would it would make up for it. Um, at several other times, they talked about their plans to capitalize on people uh, people's nights out, that they would uh, be able to shape uh, recommendations for restaurants and bars and stuff around what people were doing. Um, and there was also because uh, there was a whole thing about like tracking your uh, location and stuff uh, when you were using the app and. Uh, trying to figure out what you're doing with it. Uh, and they, the CEO said something to some effect about that and then said, uh, no, just kidding. Uh, LOL. We, uh, <laughs> we are not tracking you. We were just thinking like out loud. Uh, maybe we could, you know, do this. Anyway, so they were idiots. And um, they just burned all the money that they could possibly burn. Um, Helios Matheson is an analytics company. So again, going off of the previous comments, like what if we could shape traffic? What if we could um, alter, uh, alter what our, what our deal is based on uh, being able to use leverage of uh, this customer base. So, you know, naturally they're thinking like analytics people and not like, you know, people, people. And that, sort of led them to the situation they were in. They were, they had, um, uh, periods of insolvency where they were not able to, they, they had to basically like get loans in order to, uh, authorize people to use those little MasterCards, um, so that they could actually watch movies. They, they, <laughs> they had several points where they had like run out of money, uh, to do that. And it's just wild, wild. But, uh, the, the company, um, which I never signed up for, uh, just kept kept going, uh, and they even spawned uh, AMC most notably to have their own uh, movie subscription service where you can sign up for uh, an AMC uh, similar service where you go to an AMC theater exclusively, and they offer you certain deals um, that are not exactly the same as movie pass, but, uh, deals that are, you know, economically feasible, uh, which is different from movie passes plan. And, uh, so yeah, I just, 
they just haven't been a thing. They really haven't uh, for a really long time. Uh, that they existed at all is worthy of its own commentary. Uh, <laughs> it was pointed out to me by Dan Sturm today, uh, who sent me a message excitedly that they, they had filed for bankruptcy. And I'm not excited that they filed for bankruptcy. Sure, I feel vindicated and uh, everybody should pay attention to my predictions in terms <laughs> of what businesses are going to go out of business. Are you listening to me, Meg? Are you listening to me, Jeffrey? Um, but uh, that's... It's over for you fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you are in some deep doo-doo now. Uh, but, the, but yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make me happy that they went under it's just they're just dum-dums uh and uh hopefully whatever people were still on the service will be able to get something out of it but uh who knows Especially for those who paid a year in advance who may be out of out some money now yeah i mean i feel i i don't want people to lose money but even Uh-oh. a year ago even a year ago if you would ask me like oh would you sign up for a year in advance of movie pass i'd be like no, <laughs> they're not going to exist, and uh, that the, it doesn't seem like a good thing to invest in. Personally, <sighs> well, some of us can't have the foresight, the hindsight, mm-hmm. and the downsight of a Joe Steele. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm full of sights, <laughs> full full of sights and sounds. It <laughs> uh, makes me sound like a toy, um, but. Uh, <laughs> The yeah, I mean that, that's you know basically the big uh, entertainment news. Other than um, we had uh, uh, some executive Apple shenanigans happening uh, and different Apple projects uh, being put into production, uh, as well as some drama around Oprah pulling out of um, the uh, Russell Simmons uh, documentary that Apple was going to distribute, uh, as well as Apple's first movie. Um, having some issues around it because of uh, one of the real-life people who was involved in the production of the movie, uh, but now he's no longer involved, so they're going to go ahead with that. But the Russell Simmons documentary is going to, I guess, find other distributors. We'll find out what happens with that. Uh, in addition to the the whole thing with uh, Plepler, who was the CEO of uh, HBO, and uh, he started his own production company, but now he's basically just doing work for Apple. So it's sort of like he's working for them, but not like in a way where he's like under their thumb, like he was at H, where he would like be reporting to like HBO, AT and T bosses. Um, so I think that was probably part of that. Uh, and then you also have um, the uh, uh, one of the stars guys who had been with the company for ten years, um, and stars is a another premium service uh it's like a less good hbo um on a budget and uh it's it's made a lot of mistakes but i wouldn't say that they're necessarily the fault of programming i would say that they're the fault of the rest of the service uh and their corporate strategy um because they're owned by lionsgate um so they that guy left and two days later he was hired by apple uh wow yeah and that leaves stars in the capable hands of the guy who said the stars is pivoting to premium female um so what does that even mean oh it's it's fantastic you should really there's a an interview with leslie goldberg at the hollywood reporter uh from last year uh where she sat down with him and said so this whole premium premium woman thing what's that all about and he's like well we were gonna say female centric but we don't want people to think we're lifetime 
Uh, oh. So it's it, like it just goes on like that. It's just like wow, you have you have oh, no idea God. how you sound, do you? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, somebody get him to stop. Yeah, uh, and Apple itself had its quarter whatever earnings from the holiday. It was you know super duper great uh, for them, sixty one percent or whatever iPhone sales or whatever, and they didn't disclose anything about. Uh, the entertainment stuff, which leads me to believe that uh, signups for people who even qualify for the free tier are low. Yeah. Um, it's just an assumption I'm making because if it was high, I think they would say what the would number they was. Talk about it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Peter Kafka, uh, who who uh, who works at Recode, he also had a similar thing that he said uh, on Twitter about that, and I completely agree because it's just like, yeah, you, you would. They don't have to report it, but they would say it if it was a good number. Uh, right. So, and I, if not a number, they would say, "Whoa, it's going so great! We've got so many people signing up." And I've even talked to some people who uh, have said that they uh, signed up for uh, Apple TV Plus, or oh, they have called it Apple. T- I signed up for Apple TV, and they don't, yeah. they, they, they omit the plus, um, and they're they just like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything on it, so I haven't watched it. And then people uh, who were in the room with me, they were asking, oh, did you watch uh, C? Or, and then he's like, no. And he's like, did you watch uh, uh, the For All Mankind? And he's like, no. And it's like, what would you would you watch on, on it? And he's like, I don't remember. And it was just like, oh, wow. That's a really huge impression. Nothing <laughs> but, memorable, honestly. I also yeah. have signed up for the service, and the only thing I've watched are a few episodes of the Emily Dickinson show. Um, and then I got bored with it and stopped. So yeah, it's not, not memorable. No, I I watched, I watched the first episode of For All Mankind. Um, it's a slow build. Um, and I know that there are many devoted fans who love the show, uh, chief among them, Jason Snell, uh, who, you know, I generally trust his opinion on things. So I'm sure. So I'm sure that it's it's entertaining eventually, maybe. Um, but uh, I didn't stick with it. Instead, I watched, you know, Watchmen and uh, other things that were going on around the same time. Um, and I guess I could go back and revisit it now, since it doesn't seem like they're in any danger of launching any new video things for me to be distracted by. Um, but uh, it's it's interesting to see what they're doing with with this space, and uh, especially with their partnerships and all the other stuff that's going on like oh we got an award nomination it's like well it was for jennifer aniston for a golden globe for her performance in the morning show which is like a critically panned i'm so mad about that villanelle lost are you kidding me Mm -hmm. that's how Uh, i feel (laughs) i think i think well you just gotta remember that what do i have to remember joe well you gotta remember that these award shows are popularity contests uh, about how much people like other people um not necessarily exclusively about the work that they did uh it's also about the access and exposure that those people have to the work so like so what you're telling me is none of it's real and all of it's fake no it's just that i'm sure apple screened this for the people they need to screen the show for i'm sure they uh you know provided it i'm sure they uh, made people available to talk about it. I'm sure that... Uh, so it's a game, basically, is what you're telling me. Like, you can game the system. Yeah, well, it's not even a system. It's just like, there's no way to watch all TV that has existed in the last year. Zero That's way. That's true. That's, yes. Yeah. So 
what they do instead is they just go off of what they feel like watching and then they vote on those things. And if you can be the thing that they felt like watching, then congratulations. Um, you are, you are, you got your foot in the door. And then if you happen to be an actor or an actress or a director who people have strong feelings about, then also super duper congratulations on, uh, okay. And people generally like Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Yes. Um, and so that makes it a pretty easy thing to vote for, but uh, basically what you're telling me is art fart. (laughs) Yes. Art fart. Uh, but the, that's, you know, how the stuff goes, uh, with the awards, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Um, and you've got, uh, also when media Netflix had their thing where they're pivoting to a new form of counting, uh, people who watch two minutes of any program, uh, if you watch two minutes of an episode of a TV series or you watch two minutes of a movie, then it counts as you having made uh, a choice to watch it, uh, not oh, just accidentally yeah. triggering it. And so that has inflated uh, all of their viewership numbers, I think, by 35%-ish is their <laughs> estimate. Does it include the forcibly shown trailers that they have whenever you scroll over something they they say it does not but because a video will autoplay um under certain conditions uh or y- you may start it and then you may not even be through like the opening titles of something um it, and it'll still count uh it's 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 a dumb system it's a really dumb system and it's just to inflate and pump up their numbers um it doesn't help anyone if you were a creator on the platform looking for some sort of indication that the show you you worked on did good did did a good job like you want some sort of uh recognition for what you did then this doesn't help you because it's just vanity uh accounting for netflix not for you uh and netflix also fired 15 people in their marketing department to refocus on um marketing around the brand rather than marketing around shows so what yeah, that happened this week. Uh, where they're they're instead of uh, being like, "Hey, check out Stranger Things," it'll be, "Hey, Stranger Things is part of the family that is Netflix. Uh, look at all the great stuff that's on Netflix." Um, and uh, just sort of brand awareness. They, if you were if you're a creator who's not on one of the handful of shows that Netflix or handful of shows or movies that Netflix selects to talk about around award seasons or uh, any of that stuff, then you're not going to really get any recognition um, now because there's no, there's even less of a chance um, than there was beforehand. And there was barely any advertising for some of these things. Like you can seriously fire up the Netflix interface and it'll just be like, here's a show that's been on for two years. And it's like, how, how I I I have no idea what this is. (laughs) Yeah. There oftentimes I'm like, wait, this has been here for, how long? I never saw this. It's just randomly surfaced for me. Yeah. And I, I I don't know. I think Netflix is not this year, but maybe next year or the year after going to have to come to terms with some very difficult things in terms of how they do their business. Uh, because it's not people aren't loyal to Netflix because of Netflix. And they're loyal to Netflix because Netflix has things. And the second that they start to feel like Netflix doesn't have things and it's just full of filler, then they're not really going to feel like they're paying 
um, the they're not really going to feel like they're getting the value for the amount that they're paying for it because it's also one of the most expensive streaming services that's that's out there. So as I the, forget it, that sometimes. Yeah, as as rights fall off of the platform and it becomes just Netflix original content, basically uh, being the centerpiece, then you're not going to be as thrilled with what they have. I don't think um, Netflix original content uh, has a couple of things that people really do care about, but it's, it's not, um, it is not the depth uh, or breadth of content that uh, other streaming services have. And Peacock also unveiled their stupid logo and it looks dumb. And uh, <laughs> HBO Max has said some other HBO Max things. There was an AT&T thing this, this month uh, where they talked about they're taking like a 1 billion something, 1.2 billion revenue hit um, for HBO Max because they're betting a lot on HBO Max. And they think that uh, John Stinky says that he thinks that people uh, will be upgrading to f- uh, 5G phones on the 5G network again, AT&T, and that that will make it easier for them to watch HBO Max, question mark, um, and that the uh, rollout of these things will all link together into some harmony. It's it's very bizarre. I don't understand his thinking on this because it, it really has nothing to do with that. People are watching uh, video right now. It just really has to do with the thing. But they all have unique ways that they're selling those things. Um, so it'll be interesting to see when it comes time to them actually. It comes when it comes time and it's actually available. Like, what's it going to shape up to be? Because uh, they all they're all mixing and matching various things that have been done before, like Peacock doing some ad supported uh, and uh, also paid tiers and ad free tiers, and uh, uh, HBO doing some uh you know mixing like cable content uh from their tbs and tnt stuff and also unique shows that are hbo max originals which are not anywhere else and also stuff that's on hbo um but charging the same amount as hbo if you were buying hbo separately uh it's it's just like it's going to be interesting to see how that value proposition presents itself to the wide variety of people who are already subscribed to um, like a cable offering or uh, something where they're getting either NBC or HBO, like how they're going to feel about these. Because um, I don't think Peacock really has done a good job of communicating uh, that they are universal, um, not not just NBC, which is, I think, uh, a, a huge deal um, because there's a lot of universal uh, content in movies. Um, as well, in addition to their cable channels like uh, Sci-Fi Channel and USA and stuff, where it's like, well, there's other stuff that they have in their libraries. But, uh, you know, if you just call it Peacock, everybody's going to assume that it's the NBC Peacock. And they also have mm-hmm. the dumbest logo because it should be the Peacock logo that they use for NBC and not Peacock all lowercase with a series of dots. What do you have against dots, Joe? I just I, I feel like it's not a very creative logo. That's fair. Yeah. But dots. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, I think that that covers everything from technology and media-ish stuff for the beginning of the year so far. The only thing is that there is a $350 um, life-size figurine of the child that I am 
just about 47% seriously considering pre-ordering. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get it, I think. Uh, mostly because it just says prototype shown. Mm. Um, and so what did we just say earlier, Joe? Yeah. You just had some great advice. Yeah, wait wait till it's shipping. Um, wait till it's shipping. Yeah, don't, don't, don't film a pro your baby yo- child yoga things. Um, yoga, yoga, yoga. Did, did you uh, did you watch the Mandalorian? Oh my god, watched and loved. Uh, see, that's interesting Uh-oh. because I remember we that had a, con- was a groan. I heard. No, I think there was an airplane. Um, but yeah, oh. uh, see, that's interesting though because in our first conversation about Disney Plus, when you signed up for it, you're just like, eh, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm going to keep it or I'm going to watch anything on it. It's just, Disney doesn't mean anything to me. Disney's for True. losers. Um, okay, that part <laughs> is not a direct quote. That's called paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm just connecting the dots. Um, but the, <laughs> I thought you didn't like dots. <laughs> but you like dots. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it, it just... Uh, I was okay, just, I'm yes. surprised you watched it. And uh, I did say that I, you know, I I didn't know what I was gonna watch on it, but I started to hear some really good things about um, the Mandalorian, and then I um, saw uh, the child, and so first of all, this beautiful, adorable, sweet little creature <laughs> pops up. And by the way, this uh, child life size figurine, it's carrying the shifter knob in its hand. Oh, um, I'm not getting it. Um, that's no, Mike. Uh, so, but it has the shifter knob. I know, and you can hold it. It's life size, for God's sake, and it's got its little outfit on, and its hair looks real. And oh my God, can you, can you can you pose him? I don't know if it's if it's posable. Right, it would just be kind of disappointing if it was just like sitting there. Like it comes on a stiff. base. Yeah, I don't. That's a good question. You know what? I don't need to ask that question because I'm not pre-ordering <laughs> it. Um, no, actually, I'm going to close out of this before I. But make what if a you bad did decision for my life? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Renee's getting it. Renee's already pre-ordered it, so oh, I'll wow. just you know just ask him how it went. Um, see, the problem is they put that stupid limited edition tag on it, and so that means they're not going to make all a bunch. And then what? If, okay, no, I don't need it. I already have in uh, pre-order to um, the child disney's figurines that they sold that they're selling on amazon i won't get it until may and june but i pre-ordered them as soon as they were available yeah but this one's life-size stop it you're ba- <laughs> you're not good right now I you're know. being a bad person you should never um, you should never tell me that you're on the fence about buying something because <laughs> i will push you off that fence um but uh but yeah i, I just jason was also he could not care he just not does not care about Star Wars. Um, he he's only seen oh. Solo, the the Star Wars story. What? Yeah, that's like the worst one. He he actually kind of liked it. Uh, and I tried to get him to watch the first very like real first Star Wars movie. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, he could not sit through it. He just said it was boring. Um, and uh, we didn't even make it off Tatooine on that. Uh, so wow, yeah. Wow. See, okay, that's the other thing is that um my uh so is the biggest star wars nerd in the galaxy um and so i started watching a lot of star wars as the two of us were getting to know one another um and then we went and saw uh the star wars film in theaters and he's also a huge carrie fisher fan um like 
her dying was a heart, a very heartbreaking moment for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so us seeing that film and, you know, the, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but of course, Carrie Fisher was in the film. People know that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, you know, wanted to watch the Mandalorian with him and then <laughs> baby Yoda comes along and I'm like, Oh my God, my son, <laughs> uh, this beautiful creature. I just want to, want to make sure it's safe. So I, I definitely understand Mando's, um, vibe there for sure yeah uh yeah so i you know what i opened up my cold dead heart and i i let uh the child in and i have no regrets yeah well see that was also the thing with with jason is like he uh did not care about star wars but then he saw he saw he saw baby yoda and he was just like uh, i need to watch the rest of this so <laughs> but he only likes when baby yoda's on and so he'll just be on his phone like looking at instagram or like oh, the internet or whatever story there's story he, it's he, a good story he does not care and then then the second that baby yoda comes on uh he's just paying attention and then he goes back what's to, his to favorite his movie? movie uh i don't know what his favorite movie is what are movies that he's really into? I feel like that would give me an insight into sort of what his movie taste is. Uh, I think the most recent movie that he raved about was Blockers. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, so you can skip it. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's interesting. Um, but, Blockers uh, film. Yeah, uh, which, which I thought was another thing that was interesting about the Netflix reporting is that uh, Sarandos... Teen comedy. Sorry. Yeah, Sarandos uh, was talking about how, you know, oh, oh, they 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 have just one show that, you know, really when you think about it. And it's like and then the rest of his library content. And we have so many shows, we have so many movies. And it's like, yeah, but people want to watch that show. I like there's a part of that argument that doesn't make any sense cuz it's just like right. still people are watching it. Yeah, so. it's like you could have one thing that everybody wants to watch or you could have a bunch of things that nobody knows about and doesn't really want to see. And it's like I think I would go with the one thing that people yes. want to watch. 1000%. Mhm. Especially when your service is one third the price, but um yeah. Whatever. Uh so that I, I think we can wrap up for for all of 2020 we're done <laughs> see, see, you, see you next year we get the whole episode in here yeah. uh well animal facts animal facts it's time for animal facts Ba-dum. uh today i want to tell you about the moray eel i don't know if you knew this but moray eels have a second set of jaws that they keep in the back of their throat um so they open up their main jaws with their spiky spiky teeth and they can sort of in the same way that we can kind of go and and sort of make our uh, uvula kind of bump forward they can kind of go and then a second set of jaws comes comes into the back of their throat to help them swallow things down into their giblets oh just just like alien mhm i bet yeah. that's where uh they got that from mm-hmm. that <laughs> is where it came from there yeah there anyway there's your animal fact uh also some humans have a pharyngeal jaw that they keep in the back of their throat but you have to you have to get real close to figure out which ones do oh that's disturbing very disturbing so watch out good evening good evening <laughs> <laughs>